0: Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Before we get into this episode, I just want to go over a little housekeeping, all right, guys? Um, right now, you'll find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. I'm also going to be way more active now on YouTube. I've been hinting at some things, and i am finally narrowed it down to what I want to do. So I want to break it down to you right now uh, on YouTube, I will be downloading all reaction episodes from here on out. You guys seem to be loving every reaction episode I put out and every quick hitter episode I put out are off the charts, both of them. So I will start with reaction episodes and I will probably start putting quick hitters on there as well. Um, fantastic the response you guys have been giving me lately is off the charts. I just want you guys to know, I really, really appreciate your support. So with that, go to, um, you, uh, YouTube and like, and subscribe and also go to Spotify and leave a star review. Uh, hopefully it's a five-star review follow there as well and hit me up on the DM and I will send you new stickers and I have wrist bracelets, the ones that old Lance Armstrong used to have, but they are blue with the Michigan Maniac uh, on it. And let's face it, this is the football rant, but we are all Michigan Maniacs. I will do that for free. You just got to hit me up, let me know where I need to send them, and I will do it for just simply thanking you for supporting me. Also, if you go to... Um, Spotify in the bio you can hit uh, the voicemail. Voicemail Mondays is going to be a thing. Please leave your voicemail and I will create a whole episode around whatever voicemails I get. If I don't get any voicemails, it'll continue just to be ask me anything. Either way, I'm hoping that you guys get involved. I want to be more uh retro- I want to be more active with you guys, okay? Also, you go to the bio in Spotify, and you can support this podcast for a mere $4.99 a month. I think there's three options, $0.99, $4.99, and $9.99. Either one, I really don't care. Either one you want. You go ahead and support this podcast, and it will allow me to buy shirts, hats, and all the other stickers and uh, bracelets that I can pay for that's all I want to do is just give back to the maniac society that has been so good to me. So I appreciate you guys go through all this. If you can let me know and I will give back to you as much as I possibly can. Thank you so much for being the greatest audience ever. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. Um, to me, you always be the silent majority. Uh, There's a few of you I hear from constantly but the numbers have just been increasing and it is fantastic. It is getting to the point um it's getting to the point where we are almost pre-covid numbers and that's exciting. And I have only you to thank. So thank you very much guys. Once again, go to YouTube, go to Spotify, like and subscribe on both. Leave a review on both. Hit me up on the DMs and I will send you new stickers and new rubber bracelets. You go and support me on the bio in Spotify. Pick any one of the three that is is offered. And I will also send you a hat. Once the, the new hats come out, I want you to pick which one and I will send them out. I just want to make... You guys happy. That's all I want to do. So I hope we can just crush it. And I hope you love this week's episode. Hey, guys, this is the Michigan Football Rant. And I am your host, Adam Brewer. Um, before this is the uh, where do we go from here episode. Um, uh, guys, before we get into this, uh Just like and subscribe both on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you do so, um, DM me, and I will send out some stickers and some uh, wristbands. The wristbands seem to be a very big hit right now, so go ahead and hit me up with that. Uh, Just leave a review. Leave a review on all those. uh, Subscribe, follow all those. You know, the basics. Um, Now let's get into this. Uh, I haven't been able to watch really anything on Michigan football since the game it has sickened me to even think about it so uh, i could be completely naive to some of the stuff that i want to be talking about and some of these takes may be already uh secondhand at this point but i wouldn't know because i don't listen Uh, i really can't bring myself to do it but um i want to touch on a few things and then uh, i give an idea of where i think we'll be next year uh one harbaugh annoys me right now Everything I've seen or heard or whatever when it comes to stuff that I'm trying not to listen to, but no matter what you do and no matter where you go, somebody has an opinion on Harbaugh and they feel free to tell me because I am a very vocal supporter of Michigan football. So I'm bound to hear secondhand takes and stupid takes and every take that you can imagine, I've heard it, even though I have not paid one bit of attention to it outside of like five seconds. If I see it, I turn the channel, I do whatever I can to avoid it. But he annoys me. Either, dude, make up your mind, go live your dream in the NFL, or stay here. I don't care what you do at this point, just do it. Because here's the real situation, here's the real reality of it all. When you dick around like this, when you hokey-pokey your way through the off season like Harbaugh's doing, or what it appears that he's doing, is that he's doing two things. He's one, slowing down recruiting, if it's not already at an absolute stop, halt over with not going anywhere. And then two, he's also allowing, uh, with the transfer portal the way it is right now, he's also allowing in te- NIL, and Michigan's deficiencies in the NIL, he's allowing other teams like, oh, here's a great example, USC. USC to come in and now try and take everyone, if not just USC, any college football team, because apparently tampering doesn't exist. And every college football team, every big one anyways, has a much better NIL deal, more than likely. And also they have a great pitch to all our great players. Hey, come to us. We have X amount of millions of dollars we can give you. Oh, and also our head coach is going nowhere. Our head coach actually likes being at said college. And if you're a young kid who made a decision to go to Michigan based on the fact that maybe he liked Harbaugh, now is like, well, yeah, he's leaving us. He's leaving me. Why shouldn't I? Why, why should I stay at Michigan? Now, I don't know if any of this is true, but I'm just telling you, this is a thing. So Harbaugh, please, make up your effing mind and go or stay but either way just shut the f up and do something i'm done with harbaugh now where do we go from here after watching um that game it and i was like well you know what i i gotta take some time off and then I started to, you know, feel like okay, well maybe I can watch college football again. This was about the same time that the national title game was getting ready to play. And then I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. And I and I didn't watch one second of the national title game. And I just would check in on ESPN to see what the score was. And TS TCU proved to be what they were. And it proved that we and when I say we, Michigan um, basically, gave the game to TCU, gave it to them. They didn't earn it. We gave it to them, and then they proved that they didn't belong because they went out and they took a big fat dump on that field, and were, they were basically jail raped in that in that sh- in that uh, national title game. Now I know you can say that the refs uh, had a big hand to play in that Michigan game. Fine. Even though, you know, that was a touchdown. Roman Wilson did score that touchdown. Um, That was targeting. Now, I don't know if the targeting thing would have helped. I don't know where we would have been with that. But either way, that's targeting. Um, Two pick sixes, right? That I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better game for a TCU fan in their lifetime. A kid who threw only three interceptions on the season, then threw almost back-to-back pick sixes. (laughs) A kid who's way too talented to throw two pick sixes. And in my opinion, if you were to really look at the game and say, well, who was the offensive star for Michigan in that game? The answer is J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy was the offensive star it was it has to be a real weird game for jj to look back on and i'm sure it's for his greatness i think it's a game that had to happen even though it was at the worst time for him to ha- for it to happen to him um it's got to be a real mixed bag of emotions like he had a take out the two pick sixes right he had a great game he i mean and also even keep the pick sixes in he could have crumbled He could have crumbled, he could have given up, he could have pouted, he could have done all those things, but he didn't. He took it in stride and he did what was best. Sure, was it the greatest effort in the world? No. Did he still make mistakes? Yes. But what he didn't do, he didn't give up. He made some of the biggest plays when he needed to, minus two I don't know, man. I think this, yes, that we hate this as Michigan fans. We hate watching Michigan, once again, blow an opportunity in the postseason. Absolutely. Uh, this is another reason why I hate the month the month layoff. Because you get, and it goes to show it helped TCU immensely. Because you're able to break down every stitch of film possible and really sort out a team. And then when you only have a week, you can't do any of that. And that goes to show that if we had a week to two weeks to prepare and just play the game, we probably would have bounced TCU right back to where the hell they came from here in this great state of Texas, right? Anyways, getting back to uh, JJ, I just think this was the game that needed to happen for him, for us to see what he's really made of next season. And um, I was watching this thing on the 2019 LSU Tigers. Now, I don't think we're ever going to be that good, right, offensively. But what I do think is interesting is uh, we're like one wide receiver away. From being incredibly dangerous. Now, this wide receiver is probably on our team. We are awful at using or utilizing the talent at wide receiver. So, if our coaching staff will just allow JJ to open up, because those two pick sixes were evidence of one thing, in my opinion. All season long, he wasn't asked to throw the ball much at all, right? Wasn't because the first pick six was inexperienced at throwing. The, an, a long out like that. Now, if he does that numerous times in the year, maybe he has won a pick six earlier in one of these games and he, in the season, he's like, oh shit, I can't throw it behind him when I'm doing this, right? Inexperience at throwing the ball in games led to the first pick six easily. That second one, I don't know what the hell was going on in that second one. Um, but JJ, I just... I don't know man i'm really i'll be honest with you guys i'm fighting doing this episode because i'm even sick thinking about everything that just went on all right so this may be very disjointed and weird and off the rails but it's hard i'm be honest it's very hard for me to do this episode because it still makes me sick thinking about that game but i really believe that if they allow J.J. to be J.J. and throw the ball all next season, not all the time because we have two very good running backs, and if we use the running backs as not the main driving force of our offense but the thing that continues to push the offense, right? Like, we need to get that passing game going. We need to utilize our wide receivers, whatever wide receivers we may have. We need to get that in there. We need to get offensive coordinators or that's why I'm almost hoping that the Harbaugh leaves so maybe we can get a more offensive minded head coach in there and really like I would love to see like a Joe Brady type of offense to where the pass is uh you like you're passing the ball 60 40 but the the running game is you know 40 percent maybe if you just do it 50. you know, whatever it is, make it close. But J.J. made those mistakes in that game because he did not have to make those passes earlier in the season. He did not learn... He did not learn lessons he needed to learn until he was on the biggest stage possible. And when he was on the biggest stage possible, the, the bill came due and he flunked. He had to pay it and it was over and it screwed us, right? That's really what I believe why we lost that game. I mean, if you really think about it, we gave them two pick sixes, a fumble on the goal line, and a stupid tight end reverse. Think three of those happened in the first half alone? Maybe all yeah, three of them happened in the first half alone. We gave them all that and we still only lost by six points. And then TCU proved why we only lost by six points by allowing Georgia just to decimate them. And I hope this destroys their recruiting. I hope we never have to see TCU ever again. I'll be honest, uh, after this, I have nothing but ill will towards TCU. I never want to see them again. I never want to hear their name mentioned again. I never even want to see their stupid fans again. I know I'm a petty dude. I get it, but that's just who I am and I accept it. Uh, I can't stand those Bible-thumping dorks. But anyway, where do we go from here? If we allow JJ to be JJ and let him grow as a passer, a lot like Joe Burrow and a lot like Andrew Luck, I really do believe we will be back into the playoff. Now, I wish I could say we could win a national title. I I just don't. It's so hard for me to say that Michigan even has a chance at doing it when we have that month layover. You have that month layover and we don't do well. We just, we never come out and look good. We never do. Not in, we just never look good after a month. So I don't know. I want to say that. And do I think we have the talent to do it? Yes. I think next season you're going to see a wide receiver emerge that you're just going to be like, holy crap. Where has, why haven't we been utilizing this kid? I really do believe it. I think there is one on that squad, maybe even two. I'm not sure. Our defense, I think, is going to be good again. I really do. I think I'm very uh, encouraged by our defense. Yeah, I know we allowed 51 points. I get it. But there's just sometimes your defense has to get into a fight like that. You're not always going to have the answers, especially when you allow a team for a month to break down every little effing thing you do. Right? It's just the way it goes. So, yeah, you're going to have games like that. I mean, look at, for lack of a better example, and only because I just got done watching a YouTube video of 2019 LSU, their defense wasn't great either. They weren't just allowing, they they weren't Georgia 2021. You know what I mean? They weren't. They were getting into some effing shootouts. But guess what? They made the plays when they needed the plays to be made. They, yeah, they allowed thir- over 30 points a couple times in that season. They were in fist fights, but guess what? Their offense was capable of keeping up and surpassing the other one, and that's because they had a great passing attack, along with a fantastic running game. And we are one piece away from that. We have a great tight. We have great tight ends. This new kid, Barner from, from Indiana, is going to pay dividends. Guarantee you that. You mark this moment down. Barner's going to pay big time dividends for us this season if he stays healthy, of course. And then um, Colston Loveland. We have two amazing tight ends. Probably the two best tight ends we've had in a long time, and I am including uh, Eric All in that. Um, also, we just need a great running attack. A number one two punch there as well, if those two kids can stay healthy. Big big ass. But that's another reason why we need the passing game to be the main focus next season. It's because when you run these kids as much as they as much as we do, you in, you increase the rate or the chance that they're going to get hurt. Because running backs always get hurt. Because that's just what happens when you put the focus on a running game. It's a hard position. That's why every, I think the lifespan of a running back in the NFL is like three seasons. So when you make the emphasis only running, you are increasing the chances that one or both, which happened this season, both of our running backs at some point in time were hurt in key spots. So that's another reason why we need the passing game to take the focus next season. That's what it needs. We need it, and we need JJ to be the guy. And I really believe he's the guy. I mean, just look at the second half of that game against those Bible thumping dorks. Uh, he could have. He could have crumbled. He could have just given up. He could have continued to play like absolute dog shit, but he didn't. He sucked it up and he did what he what he could do. I mean, he's 19. 19. He could have crumbled, but he didn't. That shows that shows a maturity level that not many dudes in their 20s have. And he has that. I'm excited about what this young man can do. Yes, we all have nightmares, and that was his nightmare, And I'm sure. But I think this nightmare is going to drive him to be better. I think he's going to look at this, and he's, going to, and he's going to be obsessed with being great. And I'll be honest with you, obsession is always a big part of anyone who is great. Make no mistake, being great and being the best at something is not fun. It's not fun. It's not it's not easy. It, it comes with very little friends. It comes with very little enjoyment in life outside of the one obsession you have and that is to be great at the whatever it is. Being an artist, being a football player, being an, well just being an athlete, being the best father, husband, wife, mother, anything. Obsession is always a part of greatness. And I think it's going to drive him. I think we're going to see a different J.J. next season. I really do. I think he's a he's a 19-year-old boy who made big steps into becoming a man this season. Unfortunately, it had to happen on the biggest stage possible, but I really do believe that game needed to happen to solidify in J.J.'s head what he needs to do to become great. And I just hope, our coaching staff doesn't hinder him by putting handcuffs on him like they did this season. I love the running game. I love watching big runs. I love it. I really do love it. But what we learned this season was you run the ball so much, you hurt your two great athletes And you put then the emphasis on a young man who hasn't had to have that kind of pressure put on him or that type of repetition asked of him. And then he makes young man mistakes who haven't who had young man mistakes of a person who hasn't had to throw the ball as much as he was asked to in that game. And he made the mistakes. Right. I hope that made sense. Our coaching staff let us down in that game. Our coaching staff, and if you want to even make make uh, attach a name to it, Harbaugh let us down in that game. Fourth and one. I'm not even. You know what? You want to hear how I feel about the fourth and one on the first first drive of the game? Then listen to the reaction episode. I go over it plenty. I'm not going to do it now. But Harbaugh let us down. So yeah, Harbaugh, you want to go to the NFL, buddy? Go right ahead. And then I just ask and I hope and I pray that when we look back 10 years from now, right, that if he does leave, he leaves as our sweater vest, right, as Trestle. He's our Trestle. So the next guy is our Urban Meyer, right? That's what I'm really hoping for. I'm hoping for that. I hope it's not we're looking at Lloyd Carr introducing Rich Rod type thing. I'm hoping for, and and I'll be honest, I hate Ohio State, but they did it right. When it came to coaching, they've done it right. I hate it, but it's true. Sweater Vest came in, turned their whole whole organization around when it came to beating Michigan, turned it around in one year. And then, then built the foundation in which they continued to grow on. And then they he left. They had one stinker year with Luke Fickle, which is going to be a great coach for Wisconsin, by the way. I think that's a great pickup for him for them. Um, dumped his ass like <laughs> as fast as they could, and got Urban Meyer. Great. Say what you will about Urban Meyer. I think he's he's probably a disgusting uh, man. I mean, I don't know. Pete, quite honest, and Adams, my younger days, <laughs> I probably would have loved to hang out with Urban Meyer. That dude gets ladies, but you know what I mean. Like he's a perv, he's an arrogant douche, he's a dick face. But one thing he is, outside of all that, he's a great, one of the great college football coaches of the modern day era. He just is. So I hope. If Harbaugh leaves, we look back on this time, even say five years from now, and we say, man, he was our Jim Trestle. He was our sweater vest for whoever the next coach is because right now you get rid of Harbaugh or he leaves, whatever we do, whatever happens. Michigan football is the most attractive job out there for any great football coach, any great football coach out there. Should, should not even just walk, but run, beg, do whatever they need to do to become the head coach of Michigan football. You have great assistant coaches right now. Great assistant coaches, right? They let us down in some spots, but they're all human, right? Great assistant coaches. Great defensive coordinator. Awesome defense right now. Very high potential defense, right? You have a, a stud cornerback and will johnson right you have an amazing defensive tackles two amazing defensive tackles and chris jenkins and mason graham you have up and coming uh pass rushers right uh you have a, a mainstay at at safety and then you have mike's and mikey samer still uh, unbelievable defense to build on right then you have an amazing offensive line Most of them seem to be coming back. We're losing a key piece in in our center, but I'm sure we have somebody to take that spot. We have an amazing offensive potential in two great tight ends, two great running backs, a fantastic quarterback. All we're really missing, maybe we even have it. we just have... Underutilize this position so much we have no clue what we have and that's a wide receiver you get one or two wide receivers like roman wilson comes in and actually we actually use roman wilson to his potential and then we get one of the two big kids uh clemens or walker one of those two shows up and then you have that travis kid or travis henry i can't remember the dude's name whatever that other kid's name is we we are so close to being so good. We, we, I mean, I'll be honest. It's not going to hurt my feelings if Harbaugh leaves. As long as we make the, the intelligent choice. And Michigan is one of the great universities in this country. So for us not to be able to make an intelligent choice on a head coach is really going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> so Harbaugh, if you want to leave, buddy, see you later. Don't let the door hit you in the ass too fast, Buckaroo. Bye. Good luck winning in the in the NFL. I don't care at this point. Um, but we need to make him whatever. If Harbaugh leaves, what we do next is very important. He will either be looked on in history, Michigan history, as either our Lloyd Carr or. Our sweater vest, right? Based solely off of who we bring in next, and that's the big one. That's the big decision that's really Michigan's got to make. Because I don't care, Harbaugh leave, get the hell out of here. I don't care at this point. I really, I'm just so annoyed by this guy. It, it, it really, it's. I'm sick of it. And I've watched out of all the the Harbaugh coverage and every. Everywhere you go, even on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, no matter where you go, it's Harbaugh all the time. And I've watched three minutes, maybe. I couldn't I couldn't stand it. I, could, I can't stand it. I can't do it. So that's my take. Will he be our Lloyd Carr because we brought in Rich Rod again? Or are we going to look back on him and say he was our Jim Trestle because we got Urban Meyer? Right, the, You know what I'm saying, the equivalencies of that. How, how is this thing going to be? Or does Harbaugh stay and just continue to do this, we'll run it down your throat bullshit? We'll continue, you know what's going to happen if Harbaugh stays, right? When this is what I fear. And this is really what I fear. And I guess it's a great fear to have, but it's going to be a fear nonetheless, is that he's going to stay. And he's going to continue to do this run-heavy bullshit right? And we're going to be great at it. We're going to be great at it. And we're going to kill teams. We're going to look, it's going to look a lot like last season, right? We're going to, we're going to kill teams, but our expensive sports car in Edwards is going to get hurt again, because of course he does it every year. And then also Corum is going to get hurt again, because we're going to run him to death. And then we're going to be put in the same spot. We're not going to pass as much. And J.J.'s going to be put in the spot once again to make big plays. And hopefully he doesn't falter. But more than likely, we're going to beat – I think we're going to just smack Ohio State again because it's going to be at home and they don't like to play in the cold. And it's going to be – I think it's going to be a great game, but I think we're going to smack them. And then we go to the playoffs. We have a month off. We do nothing because Harbaugh, once again, is probably going to flirt with the NFL and not really coach. You know, not really put together a game plan. He's going to get too fancy, and we'll play some team like McNeese State that somehow made it into the playoff, and we're going to lose. We're going to say, "Hey, we're now we're three and zero against Ohio State, and we made it to the college, and we won the Big Ten title again." And yeah, we're probably going to go to the Big Ten title game, and we're probably going to beat Iowa, and then we're going to go to the playoff, and we're going to fucking lose. And that's what we're going to say because this is hell for us. This has now become a hell for us, and it's a hell that everybody looking at it is going to tell us to shut up and deal with it because it's the greatest hell that you can be in, but yet it's still hell. You beat the teams that you want to beat, you win the Big Ten, and then you could never get past it because your head coach refuses to focus in on the one thing he needs to do, and that is be the head coach of Michigan. And I would assume you could go back, if I had to make the guess, you could go back to every game we've lost in the postseason from 2016 till now, and I bet you dollars to donuts that there are probably probably 2017. I wouldn't say because we just weren't that good in 2017. Um, dollars to donuts, Harbaugh was distracted for some way or the other. 2016, I'll give him. I'll give him a pass just because that game against Ohio State was so crushing that it, it would have. It would, it would be distracting to anybody. I, I'll be honest. I'll give, a, I'll give them a pass on 2016. 2017, we just weren't that good. Um, but still, coaching, not talent, led us to our losses in, this, in, in these seasons. And I can guarantee you that at the end of all those, our, in between our last game against Ohio State and the bowl game, there was some type of NFL distraction when it came to Harbaugh. And it makes me think that Harbaugh put more time into trying to flirt with the NFL than he actually did trying to prepare for whatever bowl game we were getting ready to play or whatever college football game we were getting ready to play. And that's what's led to our demise in the postseason. And yes, I know I am a spoiled, like entitled brat when it comes to this. I get it. I mean, just three, four, just what, two years ago? I was just asking and praying to God that we beat Ohio State, right? And now that we have, I'm like, well, we can't win. A, we can't win the college playoff. I get it. I really do. I get it. I get it. But so is life. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just what comes with the territory, I guess. And I am. I admit, I'm an entitled Michigan fan. That's fine. But I mean, you know, what am I going to be? A Michigan State fan <laughs> What do I look like? Some guy that lives with his mother and dates his sister get out of here. I'd much rather be I'd much rather be an entitled Michigan fan than the best fi- the best fry crook uh, crook. <laughs> I guess if you're a Michigan state fan you could be a crook as well but you know I don't want to be the head fry cook at a McDonald's or a Wendy's and be uh you know a well-adjusted Michigan state fan. And if you mean well-adjusted, I mean you're just a loser. You are used to losing, So, you know, do I want to be that guy? No thanks. No thanks. So, that's where I'm going to leave it. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, you guys listen. Hopefully, I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on. Right now, this was a struggle to get through 30 minutes. It's just sickening. I just... <sighs> it's sickening. It's sickening. But, regardless, this too shall pass. And... Um, it will be great again to be a Michigan Wolverine. It always is at the end of the day. No matter what happens, no matter how sick I get of this team, no matter how sick I get of Harbaugh, I will always and forever be a Michigan Wolverine. I love this team. I love them. I love them. I love them. Um, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys. Go Blue.